What up? I'm not your average Joseph, and this is the Particle Sons. You're probably wondering to yourself, where's Sofa King Marvelous? Well, he ain't around right now, uh, taking some much needed rest and relaxation, and I figured it's my turn to do one of these solo efforts since he's already got busy and done his own so uh mine will be a little bit different this time i think i'm gonna do some of the five minutes of sun's episodes simply because they're popping and some of y'all might not know of it so uh yeah we'll do some recollecting and go back to some of the uh previous conversations that we either found funny or found entertaining or just uh informative and with that being said you know what I want to start off with uh, one of my favorites, which is actually not a five minutes at all. It's actually a Sons on the Streets. So, uh, yeah, Uh, kick it with me for a bit. Um, I promise I'll entertain you. I might not be as wild and crazy as Sofa King Marvelous, but uh, your boy will do his best. Right? Got it. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh, my God. No, it's not. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Why not? Because it's in its own category. When you go to McDonald's, can I have a sandwich? You don't see hot dogs under the sandwich category. But they short form everything and stuff in today's time. LOLs and everything is short form for laugh out loud. So why not short form instead of saying hot dog sandwich on the side? What makes a sandwich a sandwich? The two pieces of bread. It's two pieces of bread, though. Because... Is a hot dog a sandwich? A hot dog is a sandwich because it goes between something. It's not a classic sandwich. A classic sandwich is two pieces of bread, but it is a sandwich. That's my girl. That's what I'm talking about. I've been trying to explain that to the world. You're the only person that makes sense tonight. Thank you. All right, we got another R&B diva. Ready for the particle sun question fun time? All right. Hey, what's up? My name is Mo Spence. Um, you can find me on Instagram, mo.spencemusic. Um, we had an amazing night tonight. Oh, my goodness. We killed it. That's y'all did. That's y'all did. Yes, Ready yes. for this? Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Why not? Uh, because there's no, like, okay, well, I can't. Ah. <laughs> so the first one up is called Emotional Roller Coaster, taken from episode 116, Emotion of the Ocean. All right, check it out. <laughs> Yo, can you can you control your feelings? Are you good at controlling your feelings? Yes. What makes you angry? Like off ignorant top. people. Ignorant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't work with ignorance. I can work with stupidity. I can't. I, work with yeah, I I can work with stupidity. I can't, can't work, with, work with ignorance. No, because all right. Do you consider yourself a sensitive person? Somewhat. To what extent? Um, sensitive to the point where I think I'm, I'm more in tune in with my emotions. You're more in tune with your emotions. Yeah. Okay. Like, like I find stuff 
tugs on my heartstrings a little bit more nowadays. Mm-mm, the yeah. voice change and everything. Yeah. What tugs on your heartstrings, not your average Joseph? Acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness. Like if I if if I watch something and it's like it's if it's really moving, I like I find myself feeling like really like I find myself feel like really moved about it. I'll be like, what's wrong with me? So what like, you see it on TV or you see it in person? Like TV in person. And, but you just, don't want to. It's just got the context behind it. You just know that it just it's a random act of or, or it's a kind a kind act. A kind act, and, and a lot of times, if I'll, I'll know the context behind it, you know, what I mean, it's not always a situation it's where it's staged. Just, it's not. Okay. It's not staged. You know okay. what I mean? But yeah, I find you know I'll, I'll be. I, I'll be more receptive to it as far as my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm not the type to have my feelings hurt. I'm not the type to to get mad instantly. I think, but that's part of the aspect of with you and you're not getting your feelings hurt, you've come away like you said to master the whole rejection aspect right so you know things aren't gonna always go your way exactly and then you've trained and taught yourself that kind of thing to be conditioned to not take things personal and everything so you're emotionally you're emotional yes as men we're not really taught too much to kind of go into the emotional thing from our generation generational time yeah these new generation young men and stuff that are they beg to i i hope it's different like with my son i, I don't try to let him hold back from oh no no this this new generation they emo bro they emo they emo bro <laughs> <laughs> they emo bro you listen to the music it's sad it's moody but they've been had sad music it's moody music from back it's, then it's even twist like three to four times now you think bro. so yeah. I don't know. You don't think so? Nah, I listen to a lot of music. I feel like it's when did when did you think when do you feel music started getting moody to you? When did music started getting moody to you? Uh well I think it's like what, what form of moody are we talking about like emotional breakup or are we talking about like I'm just sad and depressed? If we're talking about I'm sad and depressed, I want to say that kind of came from like the rock era because like look at the Kurt Cobain, the teen smiley teen spirit type of thing, Nirvana. Yes. Like I felt like then it was moody and emotional. That's like early 90s, right? Yeah. Because he even took his own life. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's always been there. And I think the only thing is, the difference is that, especially when it comes to music, we live in a time where we're not dependent on the radios mm. or we're not dependent on like the CDs and stuff like that. It's instant gratification. Like, fuck, I love that song, Mad World. Let me hit play on Mad World. Mad world, and I find it kind of funny, find it kind of sad. The dreams of which I'm dying are the best I ever had. Right at your fingertips. Yeah. yeah. Instant gratification. So, I mean, it's just there to, to be on repeat a lot more. Right. But I still feel like it was still there. But they've been had emo people, man. Yeah. It's nothing new. I just think, I feel like you're more emotionally intelligent than emotional can you agree with that i can agree with that like you know the difference between the two right like emotional is more of your feelings like what you extenuate to like i don't know how you react yes yeah reaction yeah exactly 
you see something happy, it makes you happy, you know, you might be ecstatic, you might be sad, and then you're emotionally intelligent, you're kind of aware of body language, certain type of things from another person. Cool. All right. So the second clip is called Play Your Position, taken from the episode 119, Who Shot You? And basically how this came about was... Um, I woke up in my feelings, well, not necessarily in my feelings, but thinking about why everybody are trying to be someone else as opposed to being themselves. And if that, if everybody would just be themselves, we all have a role to fill and those roles would be filled neatly, precisely, just like a jigsaw puzzle, right? And then Mark got a win of it and he brought it up on the, uh, the episode. So this is play your position basically us giving you our thoughts about why people need to be who they're meant to be yeah i'll take it yeah you hit up the people and stuff on the social media it's not not even all social media you're just that's why you're an asshole yeah you hit people off on the instagram and the facebook on like your words of encouragement to the masses to kind of you know shed a little light and everything and right. it has a little i want to say it doesn't have a little that's disrespecting you it had a nice ripple effect or residual yeah. from what you said to like people that we know like that they will follow us on those particular platforms. Right. And then to a person who end up getting to it. Like by the time you folks hear this, I will repost what he said in my story. So yeah. you can you can get the link and stuff and then you can see it on my social on Instagram because the only social media I have. But I mean when I was looking at it. When somebody came at me and stuff, and they're like, they said they're like, yeah, some people need to like really stay in their lane because, you know, they're trying to do the most. Yeah, yeah, right. So, I was saying stuff. I'm like, oh, I don't know if you can regurgitate it off memory. Yeah, you know what? It it's funny because it was really based. Uh, the feelings was really based off a conversation that we had like the day before. Right. And I just I just woke up. You know, with that feeling that I had to get out. And, and the reason why it wasn't on all social medias is because I was literally just... In a moment. In a moment. Gotcha. And IG was open. So I just went and I just did an IG post. Now, the funny thing is that IG is tied to Facebook. So it just automatically... Right, to, right. Gotcha. To, so that's gotcha. how it ended up on Facebook. Okay. But really and truly, you know, you, you turn on social media and it's i mean it's not just a nowadays thing but i mean it's i think it's more prevalent nowadays where everybody's just trying to be like that next person and i'm like if we're all trying to be one person mm -hmm. where does the individuality come in right and if we're all trying to be like let's say for instance a rapper mm -hmm. what happens when we need a doctor you know what i mean where where's all the where where's all the doctors at and it just really goes back to i mean another conversation that we, what we had where people don't take the time out to find out who they really are absolutely and what they really should be doing they just instantly see somebody who might be having success in a particular field doing a particular thing mm -hmm. and say hey i can do that I want to do that and automatically want to go ahead and, and do that and be that. But it's the social media aspect, right? right? And then that's part of the thing where like, 
where we spoke about that situation with the conversation we had prior to the day before you making a post. Yes. And it's like social media gives people, I want to say like it, like I said, it's a highlight reel of a person's life. You've never seen nobody post anything about past due bills, right? Cleaning toilets, real right. shit, right? Yeah. Whatever, right? It's just like entertainment. And this is what I can look like in the best of like resume shit. Right. Exactly. And when I look at it a lot of times, I'm like, you're absolutely right. Like it comes down to where people just, just chasing something like I'll, I don't know you. I'll see you and everything. And you're just doing, you're living your day to day life. This is living your normal life. Normal life. Things that you normally do and everything like that. Say if I want to like, you know, like, you know, I see, I come here and, you know, I play with the, the drum machine and everything like that. It'd be yeah. like, I can produce beats. It ain't that easy. It is not that it's easy. It's not that easy. And you come in here with the thoughts of you can produce beats but maybe you were really supposed to be a writer and you never even took the time to took the time to even to say that because by the time I'm making making beats, I'm looking around, I'm saying to myself, damn, I wish I had a writer who could write stuff right. to my beats. See, that's that's the other part of the equation what people miss out on is mm -hmm. that you could be offering something or you, you potentially could be offering something that mm -hmm. people are missing out on. So that's when that's when I said if you look at this as one big giant puzzle, mm -hmm. right? And each puzzle piece is a unique piece that fits a unique spot, right. right? And nobody else or no other piece can fit that spot. What happens? That that it's no there's no cohesiveness True. at that section of the puzzle because it's missing a piece. Meanwhile, you have 10, 15, 20 pieces that's trying similar. to fit in a spot over there that's only designed for one person. Yeah. Hey, but people don't look at like the people don't look like look at it like that. No, and I just I had. All right, so we're we're getting into it now, right? Um, some of y'all might have presidents, some of y'all might have prime ministers, but what all of us should be should expect from these presidents and prime ministers is that they are going to do what is needed to be done for the people, right? I mean, after all, we elect them, right? Right? They should they should be handling our business. So, again, this is presidential treatment taken from episode one eleven, the snowman. I think you. I, I I think we had something to do with Jeezy. That's why it was named that way. Being but, um, that first, enjoy black president. Mm -hmm. First of all, you're setting precedents with with anything that you do, mm. right? And then you got to think of the opportunity of the next black person who's coming up. The to Morgan the, Freemans? The, the, the Morgan Freemans <laughs> of the world. You got to be, you got to pay attention to them, right? So you can't, you can't lean so far left to the black culture and alienate, alienate the whites over here. Mm. Because then the whites will never <laughs> put another black ever, person. Ever, ever, ever put another black person in there. Right, right. right? You got to show that you're, you're, you're going to be fear across the board and True. i think i think that's what he tried to do but you're right it's like you try to please everybody you end up pleasing nobody, nobody. yeah because black people will be, will be the first to say obama ain't doing nothing for us shit. yeah right that's why you have all these black people run they became like black republican trump supporters and stuff right, right? you're right hey, hey, you know what i mean he ain't do nothing for us you got a white people say oh you ain't do nothing for us right yeah 
I don't know though. Like, I don't know too, man. I don't know. Man. I just want to say. All right, all right. So cause we're in. What day are we in? Because it was 70, 74 days he has before he officially has to leave office. Oh, you're counting down. Oh, well, he trying. He trying everything to stay in, bro. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Not January twentieth, he out. Ja- January twentieth. January twentieth, right. he out. Okay. Twenty twenty one, he out. So he getting evicted. As of the twenty first, mm. how long are we giving Biden? What they go by hundred hundred day report card? Yeah, that's what I go by. You go hundred day. I go report. by the hundred day report card. After that, then that's when I consider whosoever like president. So like when. People said for the longest Donald Trump wasn't a politician. Mm-hmm. After 100 days, he's a politician. He's the highest seat of a fucking politician could be. President of the United States. Now, you think you think Biden go, he going to last the four terms? Or you, you, you think... Man, I'm, you're trying to make me wish death on people. No, I'm trying to make you wish set death me up. on You said I said Bushwick Bill. Uh, I killed Bushwick Bill on the podcast well, before well, Bushwick Bill passed. Which I, is true. I sometimes like true. to see the future. It's true. Sometimes I see the future. All right. You, I what's your, what's your predictions on this? That I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going <laughs> to mind my fucking business. I'm not going to let you bring me that. This guy. Sort of said, Yo. I'm just saying. We know We know he's, you know what I mean? He's of age there. Yo, but I just got like, Irish people to start liking me. But you what? know what, though? He's the president. I'm pretty sure that I mean, you know I mean, whatever, you know, superb medical treatment. Rehabilitated. He's first in line. You know what I mean? He's first in line. He's getting that. He's getting he's, he's anything regenerative. Line. He might he might have a new he's body by the line. time the four years is up. I want to run for president. <laughs> shit. A new body. Yo. I want to be Trump went in with COVID. They gave him a cocktail of the finest shit. Yo. And dude came out. Nice. Yo, what kind of new body we trying to get if you're a president though? What what are you getting on this new body? If you're doing upgrades, you're doing off, upgrades I'm on. Knock off about twenty years off of the off, off of this man. You know, they even want to put back the, the rewind the speedometer by twenty years. So you have like a, so you have like a Benjamin Button type of body. Yeah, yeah. Twenty. It's you still look young. I know, but you I just look gotta yeah. You gotta kill some of the Don Don King Gray. Well, that, I mean, they, that's gonna be part of the regenerative process. Okay, they, so they in the new body, you have all black. I'm gonna hair. have all black hair. Okay, what else? Muscles that I never worked for. I know. Yeah, bro. I know. This is it. I never had a six pack. I always had a keg. Always had a keg. There you go. You ain't got to work for it. It's regenerative. I have a fucking perfect smile. Dude. I'd be taller. Come on. I'd be taller. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I'd be taller. What could you not have when you the president and you're getting all the finest things in the world? You changing your dick? I might add a little inch to it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know. Big man on campus. (laughs) Big man on the White House grounds. Big man on the White House grounds. Be like, there's no white lies with this big black dick. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. All right. um, President, you need to see off. Just hold on a second. (laughs) Teeing off with your dick? (laughs) Yo. That's out of pocket. That's out of pocket. Yo, that's, but that's, that's, that's a show off shit. Yeah, I'd have been like, yo, they show, you know when they always show presidents golfing and everything? Yeah. They have Lego blocks on your dick area and stuff, whatever. Uh, They'd be like, damn, what's the, why'd he blur out his club for? That's his bedroom club. I'd be like, <laughs> hole in one, and not the hole you're thinking of. Click. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
Alright So now While these politicians Line their pockets <laughs> I can say that right Because that, that's what they do sometimes right I can say that While they line their pockets There's got to be a greater concern For us to line ours Right So uh, we brought in Kerry Escarfri A money expert uh, an investment expert and somewhat of a real estate expert, right? So he is basically telling us what we need to do in order to get our weight up. So this one is Money Talks, uh, taken from uh, I believe it was 131 Money Cash, Money Cash Dogs, Money Cash Dogs, yeah, yeah Money Cash Dogs, 131. Money talks. Hope this one helps you. So, um, what would you recommend for like a beginner to investments? Like, what 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 steps would you recommend? So, you said real estate. Yeah. Now, what if you don't have the capital for real estate and stuff? Whatever. Do you just save your money until you become ready to do the real estate dance? Do you recommend anything else in before, in between? Yeah. So, I would say that there's a stage of saving and accumulating some capital to make your first true investment opportunity, right? Okay. Um, and so stack a little bit first, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the reason why I'm partial to real estate is I have this three-part process to how I identify opportunities, right? Okay. Um, the first piece is it's relatively easy. I don't want to say super easy, but it's easier to establish an investment opportunity that yields some benefit in the future. Okay. 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 So like if I have a 10 year horizon Mm -hmm. and I park some money and I can forget about it for 10 years and I don't necessarily need this thing to start making me money today, Mm -hmm. there are super passive investment opportunities where you can park that capital and know that you're now setting yourself up for the future. Okay. So I always say, start by setting yourself up for the future. Not about how you're going to generate a turn in the here and now today, tomorrow, tomorrow I got, it's like the George Foreman girl, set it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Yeah, that shit might burn depending on the meat. <laughs> set, set it and set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like real estate as a vehicle for that okay. um, because one can go out uh, buy a passive uh, real estate in, uh, in uh, investment, like say, like let's call it a condo. I bought a condo, mm-hmm. um, and I've now put a tenant in that condo, and that condo is in a relatively stable rental market um, and it's just kind of doing its thing and it's not necessarily bringing me money in today but that person is servicing the debt right the mortgage that I have on right. that um, and I'm building equity over time right and I've kind of said it and forget it right right, right? right. I put my thirty forty thousand dollars down into this condo I put a tenant in there that you know that may that tenant may cycle out and a new tenant might cycle in but it's a relatively passive investment mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not throwing off cash at you today because the rent that's coming in is likely going towards paying down the mortgage, covering your property taxes, uh, whatever other expenses you may have. Got it. But you're building equity. Equity. Right. Right. Um, and that equity will have, you know, you'll have a lot of value to extract in 10 years, in 15 years, seven years. If you have like a nice like real estate, if you're in a nice real estate market, market where you're yeah. kind of riding the, the returns. Right. Mm. But it's relatively passive. Mm-hmm. So. It's setting and forgetting something for the future. That's the first thing that I suggest. Okay. Right? What about um, those Airbnbs? Like, what if you have to buy a property and then use that as an Airbnb? Because I noticed some people are doing that as well. 100%. So, 
which is going into number two. Okay. Right? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm ahead of the game. So, so, so number two now is, okay, you know what? I parked some money. So I know that when I want to retire, I have $300,000, $400,000 in equity value sitting in three, four years. I'm sorry, in you know, 10, 15, 20 years time. Mm-hmm. Right. And just three hundred, four hundred thousand $400,000 is just there. It's going to yeah. be waiting for me. I'll call you when I get there. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. But it's, it's doing its thing. Um, now you start to say to yourself, okay, well, now that I've figured out the future and how there's going to be something for me in the future, how do I start thinking about the today, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got to get a little bit more aggressive, mm-hmm. right? It's not as passive as, it, as, as that is. Uh, so enter something like short-term rental as an example, right? Right. Now I can couple something and say, okay, well, I'm going to invest in this piece of real estate. Um, this piece of real estate is not only going to just cover my mortgage and the other expenses associated with holding that piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I get more aggressive with my strategy, I can actually have some cash flow coming in. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually making more than I have to, that, that I have going out from the carrying costs associated with that. Nice. Right. Right. Um, and it's now it's a bit more management, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you know, your Airbnb, you got to manage guests. Right. When people Maybe come in and out, you have to do the maintenance and everything. Linen, cleaning, right. all that stuff. So, yeah. Um, it becomes a bit more aggressive, but there's now you're kind of doing two things, right? You're kind of mm-hmm. have an asset into the future, but you're also generating some cash flow because with Airbnb, you're typically making more than you have carrying costs going out to carry the property. Nice. Right. Right. So okay. you're netting another, say, $2,000 a month that can go into your pocket. Because opposed pocket. to having the rental income coming in, you're having income in, coming in from renter, or, or sorry, from Airbnb, Airbnb guests. Airbnb, short term rental, yeah. And you can probably, depending on the market, you can increase whatever you're rent, uh, yeah. doing that night for yeah. and, and so forth. So I'll, I'll give you like, like let's some, some, some. Cool. Um, yeah. And uh, for those who may not know, uh, we also do a page called the Buy Black Fridays where we encourage those in the black community. First Friday of every month to buy black. And if you can't buy black, save your money, right? It doesn't make sense. We invest in everybody else and not invest in ourselves so that's kind of the idea behind it and it's not exclusively left for the black community listen y'all those who rock with us rock with us and we're asking you to support our cause as well as support our community as well all right so um yeah with that being said this one is called pay it forward taken from episode 112 nate night out and basically how it came about is Listen, you can't expect something from nothing. And whenever there's good being done to you, you should pay it forward and do the good to someone else, right? So pay it forward. Yeah, jogging pants on and a doobie rap. Looking nothing like that. Nothing like that. I was like, (laughs) black man, no cheese. Question of the week, folks. <laughs> I had to get that one off my chest. Question of the week. <laughs> Can you use a gift card on a date? Shit. Like a restaurant gift card? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Shit. <laughs> somebody blessed me the other day. Before you answer, somebody right. blessed me the other day. Right. They're like, yo, um, but they said, they said they're, they're off till such and such to like the new year. Right. Right. They had enough vacation time because they were saving everything from the COVID time. And they're like, they're going to be off from work. Somebody I work with. And she gave me an envelope 
She's like, I just was giving out my little Christmas cards and everything. So she, I know you were grinding your ass out all yeah. of the above, nice. especially with this COVID time and everything. She's like, yo, if the hospital appreciates you, me and my unit, we appreciate you. She's a nice. manager. Nice. She slid over to give the, the thing, whatever. I opened it up. It was like a little Felice Chris McQuanzica card and everything. Right. And it had a $50 gift card for keg. Okay. So I was like... I'm like slap, but I'm like I'm like you know rest, you know now restaurants are closed, right, right, indoor dining. But I was like, but even when you <clears> did, you, I mean, you're not a, the type to go eat by yourself, so, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't got no boo now, right? So I mean, like, I'll, it would definitely be like a date, right? And I was like, <laughs> how, how do I look? <laughs> be like. Sir, your bill? No. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, Take this see, gift card real quick. No, see, no, 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 no. See, this is how you do it. I'm going to show you how you get away with it. Because we're going because you going you to use that gift card, son. This is how you're going to do it. So when they come to the table with the bill, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You put the bill down and you say, take out your wallet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Pull the credit card out. Mm-hmm. Make sure the gift card is behind the credit card. Oh. So when you pull the credit card out, the gift card drop nice. Oh shit! I use this keg gift card yet? No. And we in the keg? No, you fucked it up, man. See, I thought. See, you know, what I thought where you were going with it. I thought you were going with it with like, you put the the keg card, the gift card underneath. Yeah. And then you put your card on top. Oh, you can do that. You too. just fold the book and just mm. get it in the book. Mm. So now, when they're about to go ring up some shit, they're like, "Oh shit, let's take the fifty dollars off this first, yeah, like and yours. then take the difference." Yeah, I, like yours. I like yours. I like yours. See, I was uh, going with, I was going with the shock. I was, oh shit, I still got this. I might as well use it. No, because you know, come on, yeah, yeah fucking yeah, with shorty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how many times we we interact yeah, with fucking yeah, shorty. Yeah, right, right, right. Shorty, right. Mm, you're a crony. <laughs> 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 Meet me at, back at my house with a six pack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yo, these girls are smart, not your average. These girls are smart. Yeah, all, right, all right, all right, all right. So that's the plan then. So you're gonna you're gonna tuck it underneath the the, the credit card. Mm-hmm. Slap that Close the book into the book. Just hand them the book. So then they'd be like, then you'd be like, there's something in there for you, (laughs) just in case he missed the gift card. (laughs) Yeah, could you imagine? You see, like you're like, nigga, did you mind some fifty bucks? No, like, no. Where's my gift card? card? Holy shit! <laughs> Yo. Uh, no, oh. no, it's getting hot. <laughs> Yo, no. Yo. Um. that's that. That shit would hurt me. That shit would yeah, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would that, hurt. That would hurt. Like, that would hurt. Damn, that could have went to the gas tank. Shit, could have bought some food my damn shit. self on a low ski. Yo, shit. You just hear somebody in the background. Shit, I just found a fifty dollar gift card. I'm about to, I'm about to film. Oh, you know. I wipe my face like this. I'll be like, excuse me for a moment. <laughs> hey, man. My waiter dropped that shit. He walked past. I see him zigzag through the tape. That's mine. Yeah, that's mine. That's my shit. Shit, why'd you get up? I thought I knew him somewhere or whatever, but he did, He looked like this guy I know. Yeah, wasn't him. No, it wasn't him. Wasn't so you can use a gift card on there. We you can. can. You can. Yes. You can. Yes. I'm yeah. going to poll that question. You can. I'm going to pull that question. Be careful how you pull it. Just in case you have a gift card. <laughs> and when your dates so happens to take your poll. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yikes. All right, man. Let's get to the access, son. Let's slide up out of here. 
First question comes from Luca. How do you wash up? This one, I don't even know what to say about this one other than it's one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, the Clot Family, taken from the episode 126, The Five Deadly Clots. And uh, yeah, I think it's self explanatory, but watch for yourself. Like, like the Pepe <laughs> Le Pew comment. Right. And um, a good example of that, right? In Europe, there's a reggae festival, and the reggae festival is called Bomboclat. Fitting name for a reggae festival. For, fitting name for a reggae <laughs> festival, right? <laughs> right, right. And as Jamaicans, we'll throw um, Bomboclat like it's nothing, right? My mama threw out like four of them things, so I just call it five clot. Bomboclat, Ross clot, pussy clot, blood clot. So I just add in table the clot. clot. The, the clot. The, the clot family. Five clots. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the five deadly clots. The five deadly clots. <laughs> but in Jamaica, on a state show, you can't say that word. And if you say that word, you get fined. <gasps> that makes no sense. Makes no <laughs> sense at all, right? What the hell? Are you lying to me? I, that's <laughs> what, um, I, think it was, I think it was the reggae artist Spice. I think that's what she was, one of the things she was complaining about. Because she's like, yo, imagine this. I'm in a festival. The festival is named... The Bumba Clot. Do we need to? Do we need to define Bumba Clot for our? <laughs> yes, yes. I would love to. You, 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 elaborate for me. What the Bumba Clot mean to you? Uh, because I feel like I, I tend to wrap all of them in one yeah. at times, but it's the context. Go ahead. See, and, and here's the thing, because I, I think I'm going with the, the etymology, which I think all of it derives from blood clot. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it took me a while to realize that blood clot is just a natural fact of your blood clotting. Yeah, the, the clotting of your blood. <laughs> how, that became a, how that became a curse word? I don't know. I think one dude probably cut his finger and stuff somewhere and then like he realized that the blood's not dripping no more. He's like, what is? I'm a blood, I'm a blood clot? Blood clot? Blood clot. Blood clot. Did I what? Bumble clot! Yeah, Mark! <laughs> <You know? laughs> what is that? Blood, 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 blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. I look at it stuff as I, I tell some people that this is my exp expression. Yeah. Um, feel free to crucify yes. me. Jamaicans come yes. come hunting for me. Man, I'm man. Man, ain't scared. <laughs> um, and you probably shouldn't be getting our your Jamaican translations from from us, especially but, not from my country. But hey, we digress. Go ahead. From, I'm, I'm made from Jamaican blood. I am not That's Jamaican. It. That's it. And I'll say that shit real quick. That's it. But I, I always use it as like kind of like one of those words like fuck. Yeah. Like fuck yeah. is a word and stuff to me. I, I use it as a noun, person, place, or a right. thing. So like, like like how the British use cunt. Yeah. 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 It's like that. Yeah. So I feel like blood clot. Like blood clot, bumble clot, ross clot, those things are kind of like interchangeable. Pussy clot, two-ish to an extent. But I look at pussy clot more of a, a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's more of a designation. Yeah. You're getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're getting you're, you're that getting label. That, That's whatever, the label right? you're so getting. I'm going to call you a pussy clot. Yeah, I'm not going to be yeah. like, the couch is a pussy clot. Like, no. Nah, poor, nah, poor couch. You did yeah. nothing but give me comfort yeah. on my sick days. I wouldn't call you a pussy clot. And I think, and, and, and I think the Ross clot, I think is more of a, a, a surprise term. <laughs> Elaborate. What the fuck? Yeah, I think it's just an extension because, you know what I mean? It's like, 
Rasklot. Rasklot. Miras. Cause you can even short it. Miras. I thought Ross was just ass. It just is. Like, blah, 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 blah. It is. It's the same as Bumble. My ass clot and Bumble. Yeah. Yeah. Ross and Bumble. Same thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Those people can say me Bumble. Me Ross. No, but I'm shocked though. You can't say shit like that at a, at a festival. I, well, I mean, their whole thing in Jamaica is you can't curse at all. Right? So, and, so, and if you think about Jamaican music, a lot of it has cursing in it. Yeah, like Tony Matron, one of my favorite songs is Dutty One. Okay. Fucking out of water, fucking out of sea, yeah. fuck upon a bush and yeah. fuck upon a yeah. tree. Yeah, like, you can't say those F words on stage. You can't. So, so this is what I'm saying, right? This is like wild. The freedom is on, is on the wax, yeah. right? But if the, try to make it translate in other places, it's sometimes it just does not work. You just don't have that freedom of speech gotcha. that, you, that you would normally do. Okay. So, we talk about freedom of speech in hip-hop. Let's talk about Bobby. His release. How did that make you feel? Your thoughts on his release? Well, I'm glad that the brother's out. First and, first okay. and foremost. You know right. I mean, like, I don't think anybody should be caged. Especially if... So, we happen to have guests that have become fan favorites. Uh, ben Dillinger and another one named Shorty. This is actually an episode with uh, Shorty Called Road to Guy Code Taken from 109 Shut up and provide <laughs> I, I, I ain't gonna say no So listen to Shorty MR They go at it time to time Yeah I don't want to hear the stories. I think that's your obligation and stuff, whatever. Like, just to a, shut it down? Yeah, just shut to it shut down? it down. Like, you're, you're, if we're in a monogamous relationship and stuff, just shut it down and just call it a day. Okay, right. but then we have I people mean, like Aisha Curry. Man, don't pay attention to me. I don't need no attention from other men. There's I people like you. that. Tell, t- turn, turn your head and look at that nigga over there. I've been telling you. I was, I was agreeing with you. What are you talking Shut about? Shut your ass up. You need to go back. You on the bandwagon, then you off the bandwagon. You need to go back to the tapes. I was with you. I said, listen. She don't need no attention from nobody else. Ain't nobody gonna give her attention because they already know who her her damn husband is. Why is she crying? And what'd your groupie ass say? It's it's kind of true though. Where like if you're dating a man of a certain status, like people may not approach you. Like he's a you want to be approached if you're in a relationship. He's a public figure. Now that I understand what she's saying in a sense of like, am I still attractive because no one's fucking stepped to me in a while? Regardless, but you have to understand that when your man is a public figure. Those numbers start to diminish. Everybody loves Steph Curry. Like no one right. hates yeah. Steph Curry. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. No one hates Steph Curry. So those numbers are gonna diminish. But then you might be like, "Am I still like?" If you're an insecure kind of like you start. But to if he tells yourself, her, but if he tells you know? her, "You're gorgeous. You're beautiful, and all the above." I think. Why does it matter? Good. I think she's bugging, and you said your man's a fucking multimillionaire. Sit down, relax. <laughs> you bugging. You're good. She like, just didn't have nothing else to say on that talk show. Yeah. I felt like she That's just, what it was. But I honestly, I, I felt like I understand where she's coming from, but I'm like, yo, you are married to Steph Curry. Like, and you've been with him since you've been a kid. Like, right. you've been with him forever. What the fuck are you bawling about? Like, it'd be, it'd make more sense if she just said, like, oh, you know, you, like, you start kind of start to wonder, like, do I still look good? Do I still, you know, have that little fire to me? You know? And the, and the truth of the matter is, is that she's in different circles now. 
And I mean, originally she's what she's she, she's originally from. She's here. originally from here. From yeah. Yeah. Okay, so drop her back into the hood where she originally from. Man's walk up to her. Man's is chopping her. Yeah, man is she's getting chopped left, right, and center. I shot my shot after she said that. Shit. I slipped right in her DM. You're, she, oh my god, why are you like this? <laughs> Why are you like this? Like, no, that's I guess, like, Marvin's right. Like, or, sorry, Joseph is right. Like, um, in certain places, I guess people would still just kind of be like, yo. Do shoot this. Shoot his little shoe, baby. Shoot his little shoe. He's just in the wrong circles. Yeah, like, no one in Beverly Hills is going to fucking walk up to Aisha Curry. Like, Steph Curry's wife. Not even her. Your name doesn't exist anymore. You're just Steph Curry's wife. Yeah, exactly. And no one's going to be like, oh, wow, you're beautiful. Can I, like, take you on a date? Like, for what? I mean, they already know you're beautiful. They're just not going to acknowledge you. Yeah, it. like, oh, let me just mind my business. Yeah. yeah, that's it. No one's saying you're not beautiful. It's just, you know. Yeah, you're Steph Curry beautiful. Yeah, you're Steph Curry is beautiful. That's it. That's, that's where you belong. Actually, that might be a thing, though. Yeah, you're, you're, you're your husband's beautiful. Yeah, you're, your husband's beautiful. But some women won't be, yeah. they won't be happy with that. I did. I dated a guy, and, like, people, me and him were together for a while. And, like, I kind of noticed that, like, Like you said, within when you're within the same circle, yeah. Like people that would normally compliment me, not that like I cared for it, but I noticed that they stopped saying anything to me altogether. Right. Like certain men, they just stop breathing like air. Like they just anytime I walk that head, I don't even know what that is. Like the fuck, they didn't say nothing to me. And you then felt when, the type of way about it. I didn't feel the type of way about it, but I took notice of it that like. Oh, this one guy, he would always tell me, like, you always smell so good. Your perfume smells so good. Like, you just, like, he's just, all, all the time. Then when he realized who I was with, he just started talking to me. He's just like, oh, okay. Like, I, it but comes, I, it but comes that's, it. I think that's just, that's guy code, though. You know what I mean? Because yeah. more time, mm, listen. And, and I'm with my like, boys. Mm, man too. I'm with my yeah. boys. If, if, if a guy came in with a, with a girl and she's looking fire, the first thing a man's going to tell you is say, yo, are you with that? And if, and, if not, he say, and if he say, yeah, and he says, right, cool. that's it. Yeah, that's it. If you say no, he's going to tell you, nah, go ahead, go ahead. He's going to eye gonna it, step though. up and go talk. He'll and eye, he'll look. You know, look. must rap and R&B songs made about stealing a person's woman and boo and all that type of shit. Miss me with that But they're not shit. following but, guy code, and, Marv. And They've been not and following guy code. that's a lack of respect There's, for the man, too. And that's what I'm saying. It's so a like respect if, thing. Yeah, I agree with you saying. So if they don't respect the man, then it's like, why they would I care? They guy code. But there's yeah. a guy code, Marv. I'm telling you. If I see a dude... And I know you know yeah. that. You're not a random nigga. You have respect. Yeah. Guy code. Yeah. That, that's not every That's not every damn guy. No, not every guy follows guy code. And that's what I'm saying. When, when it comes to the bar, if we're using guy code and stuff, there's tons of dudes that breach guy code. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. There's tons of guys that breach guy code, but it's a code. If I see you, if you come in with a girl, right? Mm -hmm. The correct thing to do is to ask you, are you with that lady, right? Exactly. And if you're with that lady, then cool. I'm gonna back off. If you're not, I'm gonna shoot my shot. That's guy. That's how guy code gotta work. But not everybody respects guy code. Yeah. So we got some different kind of kids out here today, folks. Exactly. Okay, so we're winding down now. This one is called To Pee or Not To Pee. That is the question. Maybe y'all should listen for the answer. We had a little, little debate. Well, yeah, we always have some, we have some convos and everything like that. And I want to say it came to the convo where we were talking about is squirting pee? 
and you advised me, said, stay woke. Don't let these chicks piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be showered by anything golden. <laughs> Yo, actually, some the squirt that I see like on, on like on porn. It's you. It's usually clear. It's clear. It's, it's usually clear. I got squirted on once, mm. but I was disgusted because it was in a position. Were for you me. forewarned? No. Okay. No, okay. I wasn't forewarned. So no. what happened and stuff is that we're doing the deed. I'm from the back. And like me, I like to reach around and like rub clit. Yeah. So I like to rub clit whatever I'm in a proper position and stuff and everything and stuff. And right. then I just say, oh, and then it's like, somewhere. See, I'm oh, that skeet, skeet, skeet. Well, yeah, because I'm not used oh, to. Oh, that skeet, skeet, Like, see, with me, I'm used to creamers. Right. Not squirters. Yes. Right? Yes. So now I'm like, and she's just like going through little convulsions. Right. So I'm like, like, Okay, but then I start feeling it run down my sock because you know I got my socks mm. on. I have a sec. I got, ugly, now, I got see, ugly toes. See now, this this may be a good reason why you shouldn't wear your socks. This may be a good reason why you should shut the fuck up. I'm just saying. So, I'm just saying. Anywho, you gotta go home with with creatine socks. Well, one sock. <laughs> I went home with one sock. I was like, these socks are too fly to kind of just dump right here. So I think. Like, so until, do you think? Do you think? Possibly that might have been the first time she ever scored it and she just didn't know she was a scorer to say, hey, listen, I might warn you that if you go a little too strenuous, a little too heavy, it might just... Okay, so me at the time, I was in my early 20s and I never really seen porn in that genre Okay. with the squirting thing. Yeah. So I just thought she pissed on me because mm. I was pissed off that she pissed on me. Right. Whatever. Right. I'm like... This motherfucker, why we having sex? How did you, can I just say, Marv, can you give me a, a hot minute and everything? And we can move it to the washroom and everything. But I was like, she pissed on me. And then like, no, it, it wasn't that. It was squirt. And then somebody's like, did you sniff the sock? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you sniff the sock? Since that's you have evidence, you, that's, whatever. That's, that's like, how you detect? Because <laughs> they, said, they said it won't have a pee smell to it. Mm. Whatever, right? Because scientifically... If we're going by it, it's orgasm. So 95% is female ejaculation orgasm. Right, right. 2% is the protas enzyme, which is creatine. Okay. And 3% urea. Right. Urea comes from urethra, hence urine. I'm not fucking with that. So I'm not about to hold up the soggy sock and like... Smells like an R. Kelly movie set. No, I'm not he, about that life. Because even 3% is too much for me. <laughs> Yo, you know, if, what, what did you say? If you got one drop you, of black? 1% one, one of, of, of black in you, that make you black? 3% of pee, that's you. You got them 2% to just that, that, right that's there. Called that's piss. Yeah, that's yeah, called yeah. piss. And I think the, the, the thing was so funny and stuff was like the response and then like the Q&A. Our with responses the are always crazy. The, the pe- <laughs> There's one dude, what did he say? What did he say? He's like... <laughs> he was definitely a black dude. He's like, yo, niggas just trying to drink and catch that shit named Mel. It's like, yeah. Ladies and I, gentlemen, <laughs> I'm not trying to yuck your yum. That's just not for me. But 67% said, yes, it, it is. Tis, tis pee. Tis piss. Tis piss. Tis piss. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I was, di- I was dying laughing, but some people, uh-uh, no, it's not. But 
the people who voted, most of the people said it's not for women except for me because I did the research and realized it's not really. We should have a poll. We should poll the women mm -hmm. and see how many have versus how many wish they've had. The squirt? Mm -hmm. Man. Because so, some women some women are curious and some women just don't care at all. So, so okay. So, I, I spoke to a woman and she said her, her fiancé had an event. They're like, yo, they were, you know, they, they, they smoked trees. Mm -hmm. And she's like, they were smoking and stuff for them. She's like, I don't understand. They're going off like a sprinkler and stuff for them, some of these women. Yeah. And shit like that. And why she can't do it, whatever, right? So, she said her fiancé well, I think that's about it for me. Um, I guess this week's Ask the Sons, I'll go with a question that I get asked kind of frequently, and that's, how do you start a podcast? And I would like to say, make it small. I mean, when me and Ma first started off, it was just a laptop that I had, a uh, couple microphones, and, and that was it. And um, basically, Choose a topic that you like to discuss and take it from there. I mean, with, with Marvin and I, there's no real definite topics because we just love talking to each other. And that's how it's always been. So it works for us. And uh, keep with it, man. It's, it's, it's been almost three years we've been doing this. And I think the most the most part about it is, is just loving what you do. So we love it and we continue to just... We continue to just grow, all right? So, uh, this week's So Says the Sons is To dream is ordinary. To fulfill a dream is extraordinary. So says the sons, all right? So, remember, like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, man. We're there, man. Also, remember the website, www.podiclesons or www.thepodiclesons. And you can always hit us up there. Send us your questions. Send us your requests. Tell us how we're doing. You know, and um, wish Marv a uh, happy day off in vacation time. Uh, he should be kicking it with me next week. And... Um, Thank you for watching the Particle Sons. The difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace. The Particle Sons with not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous.